Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good Friday afternoon. Welcome to the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Kelly Sander. We're in the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. Luke is out today. Got a great show. Great ladies on the show today. It's a ladies' day, you could say. Joy Lee McNellis will be joining us at uh, 120 to talk about her team's great start in women's basketball. Melissa Socher, another fine lady, going to be joining us later in the show to update us on the Corky Palmer uh, raffle. Uh, first segment, though, is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, as always, and uh, we thank Dickie's for their support. Encourage you to eat at Dickie's if you want a great meal or if you want an event catered, as we talked to Justin about yesterday. Dickie's can cater any event, large or small, so the next time you have something on your calendar, make sure you choose Dickie's. All right, Kelly, Sander, lots to talk about today, but I'm glad I just re- remembered this. I had a good our friend, Al Holder sent me a text this morning and showed me an article out of the Clarion Ledger, and it says Ole Miss MSU fans should watch their players in the Mississippi All-Star Game. And throughout the article, according to Al, they failed to mention that the game was at the Rock. They failed to mention any of the kids in the game that are committed to Southern Miss or might very well play at Southern Miss. It was all about Mississippi State and Ole Miss. What's happened to the Clarion Ledger, Kelly? I, that's the $64,000 question, isn't it? But, you know, even back in its heyday, I don't think the Clarion Ledger was all in on Southern Miss. But you could always rely on the, the Hattiesburg newspaper at the time. You know, when you had good ones like Van Arnold and, and Chuck Abadie and Stan Caldwell, I mean, some of the great writers right. that have ever come through the Hattiesburg area, they were all over Southern Miss. And when you had Rick Cleveland at the Clarion Ledger. Right. Southern Miss got got its share of coverage, but today it's 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 absolutely pitiful, and I I just can't imagine any Southern Miss fan that would spend a nickel supporting that company. And if you really want to expand your coverage and sell more subscriptions, what should you do? You go out to areas that you don't normally cover and say, "Look, we are now." Okay, so this would be a way that you'd want it, that you'd want to get on board. But this is something, Bob, that that has been you know eroding. You know, over time, as as if the schools in that conference, and this is look, this is not State or Ole Miss's fault. Okay, we want you to understand that we're not bashing State or Ole no, Miss. No, uh, we're, we're bashing the newspaper. Um, but if you are indeed a statewide newspaper, then you should cover statewide sports, including Southern Miss, including Alcorn, including Jackson State, Delta State, all of them. Correct. You know, I left 100%. some left some schools out, but. If you're truly a statewide newspaper, then cover all the state teams. And if not, you're just the Clarion Ledger. You're not the state's newspaper. Yeah, they no longer are that. That's clear. Okay, so enough of that. Uh, Joy Lee McNell is going to be joining us uh, next segment. She's off to a great start, 6-2. and two, uh, Broke the South Alabama curse. We'll be talking to all of her about that. Men play tomorrow afternoon against a really good NAIA team. But boy, I tell you what, Kelly, this is a must-win 
I think, for Southern Miss. And if fans are sitting there going, oh, NAIA team, yeah, well, chalk this. Uh, don't, don't play that. <laughs> no, because Loyola, they're number two in the country in NAIA, all right? And the way that this game came about, Coach Ladner's son plays for Loyola. And this is the type of game uh, that some people would ask, why do you schedule it? Because really, when it comes right down to it, Southern Miss has nothing to gain and everything to lose, mm-hmm. right, in a game like this, mm-hmm. which is why a lot of people would argue that Southern Miss shouldn't schedule some schools in football, you know, because you have everything to lose and, and nothing to gain. We've heard that before, haven't we, from the from the dark schools up north. Speaking yes. of, of yes. those uh, schools that are in that other conference, right. th- that's, that's the truth. But again, don't think just because it's an NAIA school that this is going to be an easy win. But it's important to get back on the winning track. And like we talked with Will Hall, a win is a win. And what it does for the confidence of your young athletes is immeasurable. All right, so to be able to beat, and it's at home. The Eagles are back home. You talk about a team that's road-weary. I mean, they've only played a couple games at home, right? So they get Loyola tomorrow. Then Jacksonville comes in next week. Then they hit the road again, you know? Uh, East Carolina before they hit conference play on December 30th against, oh, by the way, one of the top teams in Conference USA, Western Kentucky. So they've they've got to get some things right, including getting people well as far as from a health standpoint and getting the team to to coalesce, you know, to get ready to find that chemistry that they've been looking for. Right. All right, so uh, that game is tomorrow afternoon. Hope everybody can uh, turn out and uh, support the homestanding Golden Eagles. Uh, Derek uh, Hamilton's been on the show several times, a real character, legendary basketball player. Son is a really elite, elite athlete. There's some news about that family. Yeah, in the last half hour, Bob, Kyle Hamilton, who is Derek's son. Of course, Derek Hamilton was, was quite a showman. I mean, and I don't think he would – be disrespected at all when we say that he was a great athlete but he also understood that college athletics were supposed to be entertaining so if he could take a shot or slam it he was going to slam it but he was on that nit championship team Derek hamilton's son kyle is an outstanding defensive back at notre dame number four on mel kuyper's overall draft list for next year he does have one year of eligibility but a half an hour ago uh, kyle hamilton has announced for the nfl draft so there's been a coaching change at Notre Dame. You know, that that may have had something to do with it. But when you're, as a junior, the number four guy on the board, he stands to make a lot of money. So, again, Kyle Hamilton of Notre Dame, the son of Derek Hamilton, has declared for the NFL draft. So good luck to him. Uh, you know, and that brings me to this point. I, I read last night where two more starting players for LSU have entered the, the portal. You know, Kelly, as a, as a fan of college football, I, I think I see – amateur college football just dissipating before my eyes and I think one of the most one of the most egregious things that's happening in college football right now is we're playing to this modern society with this transfer portal I believe if I don't get my way if you do something I don't like if you bring in a coach I don't approve of I'm just going to transfer do you think it's having a negative effect on the game everything has changed from an us attitude or a we attitude to a me attitude and it started with social media all right now now you get kids on social media if they've been if they get a walk-on offer from a school blessed to have received an offer from school x y or z right all right 
So it's not not necessarily about the team. It's it's about me. So your point is is well taken. The all and, and what makes this worse is that with the image and likeness deal that the courts have said now can be implemented, once again, you're playing into that, what can I get, all right? There's no doubt about that. Not what can I contribute to the school, what can I contribute to the team, what can the team contribute to me? And I just, it's just a recipe for disaster. If you want to play golf, tennis, bowling, bass fishing, then you're good, because those are solo sports. But when you're in a team sport, and, and we have, there's no data on this because it's still relatively new, but I'm telling you, in the long run, it just makes common sense that if the quarterback you're protecting has a $1 million image and likeness contract and you as an offensive tackle are getting nothing, sooner or later, it's not going to sit well with those guys protecting you. You might lose a block. Who would have? Who would think that that would that, that would happen? And you'd think, oh, certainly it wouldn't happen. But no, I'm telling, it's a different world that we live in today. So yeah. if I were if I were one of those guys, if I was one of those quarterbacks, even if I was getting some money in this image and likeness, I would simply give them. I, I would give my linemen, you know, some of that money. Just you know, to, you. I was thinking when I was reading that article last night about something you had brought up earlier this week, and I was going down that list and. Man, there were, it was it was every school. It was Clemson, Florida State, LSU, big power programs, kids in the transfer portal. But the one school, the one school that had zero names, the Alabama, Alabama Crimson, Crimson Tide. Tide. They just don't leave, buddy. The third string at Alabama because they know that that Saban and his staff can put guys in the league, and we saw this year. If you were the third-string quarterback at Southern Miss, you'd be thinking to yourself, I'm never going to get to play. You would have been the starter in game two. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you know, don't let that thing in the depth chart scare you because particularly with football, man, you can have five or six guys go, and you hope it doesn't happen, obviously, but it's just the nature of that business. Five or six guys can go down in one game. But because all these people are in the transfer portal too, Bob, there's word today that the NCAA – is thinking about changing National Signing Day dates to deal with all of these transfer portal situations because a lot of these kids that may be signing may not be necessary. I'm not saying it's Southern Miss. I'm just saying in general, a lot of these kids that are going to be signing in a few weeks may not be necessary if their prospective schools sign kids from the transfer portal. So stay tuned. That's a developing story. All right, when we come back, Julie McDellis, the Lady Eagles are 6-2 and two and broke the South Alabama curse. We're going to talk to the head coach about that next. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Kelly Center. We're the First Bank Studio. Laurel Hattiesburg. Uh, Luke is actually at the University of South Alabama today where his uh, wife is getting her 
nurse practitioner degree. So congratulations uh, to Lauren. Uh, second segment of the show sponsored by a guest that we're going to have on the show next week, and that is Campus Bookmart at campusbookmart.net. Uh, we know everybody's doing a little Christmas shopping right now, and if you got a Golden Eagle on your list, there really is no reason that you would not put Campus Bookmart on that Christmas list. Uh, they have got a ton of inventory right now, uh, great Christmas gifts for your home, for autos, and, of course, a huge line of Southern Miss apparel uh, for the Golden Eagle on your Christmas list, uh, Kelly Center. If you got a, you got an eagle in your family, you got to make a stop at Campus Bookmark. And again, I, I keep, I keep, I keep talking about the same thing, but I think it's important. More and more of us guys, and we're, we're big boys, right? right. As, as time goes on, and nothing is more frustrating than trying to get some clothes for that bigger guy, and, and it only goes up to like a, you know, an XL. Which you know, that's all well and good, but there are some of us big guys. You don't have to worry about it at uh, at uh, Campus, Campus Bookmark, Bookmark because they have they have those sizes available for you. Uh, it is on a special rack. <laughs> that's, <laughs> of that's okay. Uh, there are fewer sh- fewer shirts on that rack, but uh, but they can they can take care of that for you. Bob, news out of Conference USA today. Mike McIntyre has been hired as the new head football coach at FIU. Of course, he he has uh, experience as head coach at San Jose State. He. Went to then from San Jose State, went to the University of Colorado. And in 2016, he was a uh, coach of the year. I mean, so he has been um, at Memphis as an assistant coach there. And McIntyre now uh, being named head coach at, at FIU. Of course, this football program has been embroiled in controversy all year long when Butch Davis, the retired, now retired football coach, uh, said publicly that the administration was. Uh, not helping the football program at all by cutting funding where assistant coaches were having to uh, use their own money to put gas in their cars. They were not allowed to, to fly anywhere to recruit players. That their football pads, their shoulder pads that they'd been using were seven years old. Their jerseys were 10 years old. I mean, it was just a, just a real mess at, uh, at FIU. So Mike McIntyre wanting to be a head coach again. And with experience now headed to FIU, they're also in the market for, uh, you know, an athletic director. So uh, some things beginning to shaken up, be shaken up there at FIU, what the results are going to be. Um, you know, it, it was it was a mess this year. Yeah, uh, no at, question. At you, can see, you can see it when they were here. They had some talent on the team. But, right. Uh, you could tell they had largely quit. All right. Uh, basketball practice running long. Uh, the Lady Eagles are practicing, so we're unable right now to connect with Coach McNellis. But we'll we'll connect up with her here in the next few days. Uh, they're off to a good start, Kelly. And, uh, you know, she works them hard. Uh, but uh, wouldn't you love to see the Lady Eagles just go on a real tear? And uh, and they do seem to be pretty talented this year. Well, the the win over South Alabama was big because we've we you joke with all Southern Miss fans, and again, we're all in the same family, so we can joke about our own family, right? It's when somebody from outside the family uh, jokes about us that we that we get angry, and it it just seemed like Southern Miss couldn't beat South Alabama in a game of tiddlywinks, right? Right? I mean, the, every sport, it it just didn't matter, men or women's sports. Next game up, South Alabama. Oh, boy. (laughs) Here comes another loss. Yeah. And they beat South Alabama. uh, But then the game before that, they lost to a team that they were much better than. I think it was Prairie View A&M or something like that, a game that they should have easily won. So I'll be interested to get Joy's perspective on how how you can – and, of course, that's one of the – 
unique things about sports is you can be so good one day and the very next day just stink it up. Right. So, and in this case, they stunk it up and then beat a pretty good South Al team. So. All right, you informed me uh, when you came in today, we've got a great guest next week, a young man that's playing football at Southern Miss who is the son of one of the iconic NFL and Southern Miss football players, Audelius Thomas, A.D., who had an illustrious career in the National Football League, a big-time career in the NFL after being an All-American uh, here at Southern Miss. And, and you were talking about uh, – that uh, I think we have him on Tuesday, but uh, yeah, but Devin, this, his this son. kid had told you that it's tough having a daddy as famous as Odelius Thomas. Yeah, it, it's great to just sit down and talk to these kids as human beings, not just football players. And and Devin Thomas was sharing with me that um, he said it really is. He said me and Frank Gore Jr. He said we talk about it all the time that being the son of not just any football player, Correct. but somebody as good mm-hmm. as Odelius Thomas was. He said, we feel like, when he says we, meaning him and Frank Gore Jr., who is obviously the son of you know, Frank Gore, uh, one of the most productive running backs in NFL history, is that they both feel like they have to behave over and above what is expected from the general populace because of their last name. That if anything were to go wrong, if they misbehaved in any way that it would reflect upon their father's more than it would necessarily reflect upon them. And and he said, as good of football players as Frank Jr. and I are, you know, living in that shadow is big enough. But then, you know, when you don't meet the talent level that your parent did, you know, it's almost like it, it's just a, it's a very complex uh, situation. And, yeah, we're going to get to Devin Thomas is going to be with us on the show on Tuesday. He is a delightful uh, articulate young man. You're going to love getting to know him. But the way that he just opened up and talked about how the rules are completely different when you have a certain last name. Yeah. And, let, and let's be honest. Do you want to have to go home and face Audelius Thomas or Frank Gore Sr. when they're angry with you about your misbehavior? I don't even want to think about it. You know, uh, they, they got paid. They got paid to knock people out. You know, um, and, you know, and you and those are guys you don't even know. So somebody that, you know, that, you know, you can get away with it. But that but that but Devin was also saying that those are generally the kids you don't have to worry about because they know if they go home right. and have caused problems, there is going to be trouble. Right. So it, it's just a just he's just a great kid. Trouble man. that they're going to be on the losing end of. For, oh, for sure. Look, <laughs> look, everybody was on the losing end of a battle with Adelius Thomas. No question. <laughs> got a Super Bowl ring to prove it. You yeah, know? no question about that. So we look forward to that. You know, I got a uh, I got an interesting email from a listener this week after we interviewed uh, Coach Hall, and uh, he said that he was. I'm paraphrasing, but he said you know that he was real disappointed with the year and. Uh, and uh, you know, just didn't didn't have a lot of confidence. But when he heard Coach Hall talk on for, on to the show for thirty minutes, that he was rejuvenated and on board. And I, I sort of felt the same way. In all honesty, you know, I was really disappointed in the way the year turned out. But after that conversation, I, I know when I left the studio that day, I I felt like well, this is in the right hands, and and, and this man is is going to get this job done. He is so passionate about what he believes it's worked before it'll work again the game hasn't changed so much that it won't it's that belief 
the strength, the self-confidence that this is going to work. You know, now it's up to you whether you trust what he says or not, but I'm with you. And one of our one of our salespeople here at, at uh, Super Talk Mississippi, Todd was was uh, Todd Elsey, was saying he heard the interview too, and he said, "Man, I don't, I never even played football, but I'm I'm ready to strap it up and go out there and, and play for Will Hall." He <laughs> right. said, "You know, how can you not be enthused right. about uh, right. about what's going on?" But but he also understands that that's that's part of it, right? We as fans, we always want to see the the winning and losing. But we don't work at the hot dog factory. We don't know what it takes. Yeah. To put something together. Well, they well, do. Well, you and I coached a lot of ball, obviously, on a much different level and, and, a, and a different sport, different sports. And I always found that the, the, the years that I had really the very best players, we did better than the years we didn't quite have as good a player. So, I mean, you can coach and you can teach and you can motivate, but you do reach a point that you have to have some kids with some talent. Oh, and it, and coaches. Why do you think coaches go out and recruit? I mean, right. if Nick Saban, Nick Saban might be the greatest coach in the world, but he's still not going to win as many games if he doesn't have talented players. Right. So there's that fine line. You know, you want you want to be able to to get the best of both worlds. But if you don't believe in what's going on with the Southern Miss football program, um, I I just think he's been a great salesman to this point, and I don't want to use that a negative connotation as a salesman. But, I mean, he's passionate about what he believes. It's worked before. It will work again. But in this society of ordering your hamburger and having it in your hands 30 seconds later, college football isn't like that. And, Debbie, you did learn that he listens to the Eagle Hour recently, didn't you? Yeah, he took took odds. He was at odds with me over my comments about Louisiana Tech. But, um, you know, that's okay. Yeah, the high school all-star game is taking place right now, right? Well, you wouldn't know it by reading the Well, I was just going to say, despite <laughs> what you may have read in the Clarion Ledger, it is here in Hattiesburg, and there are very likely some players on the field as we speak that may end up wearing the black and gold. And what did, uh, what did the late Governor Kirk Fordyce call the Clarion Ledger? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we can say that on the air. But he threatened uh, some bodily harm at times, <laughs> I think. He sure did. Uh, and I, he's another guy I wouldn't want to no. have tangled with no. you know, back in the day. But the, the Southern Miss uh, Eagle Club is having its Christmas get-together next Thursday night. That's from 5.30 to 7. That's also signing day, Bob, so it's going to be a busy day. Yeah. That'd be great at the M Club, uh, and and for the first time ever, on signing day, you'll be able to go virtual. You'll be able to go get on ESPN three, and it'll pipe you right into the the signing room, and where a lot of illustrious Southern Miss alum and and executives are going to be. So that's the first time that's ever happened. So you don't have to go necessarily to, to the building on campus to to know what's going on. You'll be able to watch from home if you want to. We'll be right back. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Kelly Center. We're in the First Bank studio here in Laurel and Hattiesburg, and we've just discovered that we're having telephone issues, so we are unable right now to reach our guests, and we're going to continue to work on that. Uh, so, But, you know, when things go south like this with the telephone, it's the best time to have Kelly Santer in the studio because 
He's always got something to say. Well, Bob, I can tell you this. The fact that we had two women scheduled to be on the show today and they're not taking my calls. Uh, doesn't surprise you, does it? <laughs> not doesn't not at all. You. No, not at all. So for, in the words of Bobby Vinton, lonely. <laughs> I'm Mr. Lonely. And, and Kelly's rejuvenated because uh, one of the guys just gave him two boxes of uh, cookies from uh, one of our clients. Yeah, right? not, not, just, not just any cookies, Bob. Uh, flat house yeah uh, yeah very good fine foods and the the lemon drop cookie the lemon snap cookies that they make the, they got the key lime snaps the raspberry snaps and the cheese straws if you haven't tried flat house cheese straws they've got a bite to them i don't know what spice that they put in that That's in that mixture good. but those cheese straws um, are really really good don't forget southern miss basketball the men at home tomorrow against loyola uh loyola number two in the country in the naia uh, poll that game starts at four Four o'clock tomorrow afternoon at uh, the greenhouse. Then next Tuesday night, I think it's next Tuesday, they'll be home against Jacksonville. And those will be the, the few opportunities you'll get to see the Southern Miss men's basketball team uh, before they take to the road to East Carolina. And then on uh, January 30th, excuse me, December 30th, we talked yesterday how normally you'd start conference play in the new calendar year. Not so this year. The Eagles start the conference schedule January 30th against Western Kentucky. So they go, you know, starting out with really, really uh, a tough opponent in Western Kentucky. With Western Kentucky and North Texas projected to be two of the top teams in Conference USA uh, this year. So the schedule makers didn't do them uh, any favorites necessarily by you know having them jump right out of the gate against uh, Western Kentucky. So again, Saturday, tomorrow at 4 o'clock, Tuesday against Jacksonville. And we hope that... Um, you, you know, you might have holiday parties or whatever scheduled for tomorrow night. That would not be unusual. But the basketball game will be over at 6 o'clock, Bob. You can still go to your holiday parties and get to the game tomorrow afternoon. All right. I have been able to uh, reach one of our guests today. Melissa Socher uh, joins the Eagle Hour. We're always happy to have her every Friday these days from Mississippi Made and More and Keith Co. Superstores. Uh, Melissa, how are you today? I'm great. Hello, Bob. Hello, Kelly. Hey, Melissa. Yeah, so hey. once once she knew you were trying to call her, Bob, she answered she answered when I phone. tried to call her. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was on my hands and knees in, in my store where you can usually find me this time of year. <laughs> I bet, yeah, and you guys are still uh, – one of the things I like about your store, not only, Melissa, are things, um, are things made in, in Mississippi, uh, but you got, you, you'll do the shopping for, for – I say guys, I don't want to be sexist here, but, but if guys don't really know, you know what to get somebody, mm-hmm. they give you a budget, mm-hmm. you'll do the shopping, you'll even ship it for them, kind of fill in some blanks there. Yes, and that's, that's what we're in the business of um, right, now, right here before Christmas is um, shipping for the most part. So we've shipped out over 100 gift baskets for our customers this week, but wow. you can definitely call us with a budget, a direction, and we'll be happy to make up the basket for you, or you can come in and push a cart around and pick your own item. I, I got to tell you, I had gone up to Iowa State, which is where I graduated from. And I went to the homecoming game this year and stayed with one of my um, uh, dorm buddies up there. And, um, and of course, I came back. They were, they were just such gracious hosts. And so I thought, what a what would be nothing could be better than for me as a Mississippian to send some Mississippi goods to Iowa. And, um, I had no idea what Melissa was sending. I just trusted her judgment. And my dorm buddy called me about a week later. He says, dude, the, the basket that you sent my wife was awesome. She loved it. And of course I have no idea what was in it. 
You know, yeah. um, you trust her. Mm-hmm. Of course I do. Yeah. Hey, Melissa. Well, so, Melissa, in the midst of all this, and I know, man, this has got to be like a crazy time uh, for Mississippi made and more. You you do find the time. And I, and I hear from you sometimes at night uh, regarding this different times of the day. Uh, you, you're not Bye. you've not lost focus on uh, on the fundraiser that we're so happy to be joining you in. And that is for Coach Corky Palmer. So. Update us, Melissa. We look forward to hearing this every Friday afternoon. Sure. So with um, recent donations in the last week, and then Coach Barry brought in a very healthy um, addition to the donations, the ticket sales. Um, we've tipped over, right, just over fourteen thousand dollars. Well, how about that? That's wonderful, isn't mm-hmm. it? And still haven't been at it that long. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So tell people tell people about this again. We want to bring them up to date every week and uh, and let them know what's going on, Melissa. Right. So um, we have um, coordinated a raffle, a, a big raffle. It, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger for um, Coach Corky Palmer. Um, he suffered a stroke in 2020, and um, you know, is just really having a rough time recovering. Um, he requires a lot of care, has a lot of medical expenses, and even with good insurance, there's just so many other expenses that that entails. And so, we're helping his family. Um, we're raising money for them, um, basically, so that we can provide um, everything from things that he needs, um, medical expenses, prescriptions, and nursing care. Um, just anything that his family might incur um, in relation to his um, needs. And so we created a portal online where you can go to galabid.com. That's G-L-A-B-I-D.com and just keyword Corky Palmer. You can make a direct donation or buy raffle tickets for the raffle. They're $20 each. There's no limit to how many you can buy. Um, You can also go in any The First Bank and make a direct donation, and also Century First Federal Credit Union over across from Southern is taking donations and selling raffle tickets, and also the front porch in Hattiesburg. Um, and some individuals have come in and picked up a bundle of tickets to sell to their friends. We welcome that. We welcome businesses to come pick up a bundle. The prizes for the raffle um, are, we've acquired about 10 at this point. The main um, prize that everybody wants to have is Barbara Taylor Gandy's stained glass piece. It's the big eagle head with Coach Palmer's years at Southern Miss, his name and his number, 44, etched on the glass. Um, Beautiful piece, priceless. Um, Everybody would want to have that. And then we have a lineup of prizes. Um, Just because you win that grand prize, your name still goes back in to win about nine other prizes. We have one of Coach um, Palmer's precious jerseys that he actually wore in in the games. Um, number forty four. We have that framed. We have um, some beautiful numbered limited art pieces of the university, and um, some pieces significant to Co- Coach Palmer's time at USM. Um, one is a plaque with his championship year, um, pictures of the team, and him. Um, and some other memorabilia um, special to his years at Southern. We have a signed MLB replica helmet signed by Brian Dozier. We really appreciate that from him. And just an outpouring of support and, you know, Corky's friends, his family, meaning our USM community that have come together to support him in this effort. So we're just completely 
overwhelmed. You know, this uh, there was something on on social media this morning, Bob and Melissa, which I thought was a really good idea. A Southern Miss fan had put out, you know, to help Coach Palmer with his morale, and so on. The holidays can be very difficult sometimes. Why not send him a little note or a little, you know, Christmas Correct, card or something? Right. Yes, yes. Uh, just let him know that that you're thinking about him. And on that social mm-hmm. media post was his address. Where yeah. It, and, and we, yeah, I got that email yesterday, and okay. we'll get that address out. Yeah. So, so uh, Melissa, where can people go to see these to see these items that they have the opportunity to win? Right, so you can come to my store, Mississippi Made and More. We're located back in behind O'Charlie's and Chesterfield's on Hardy Street. And you can see all of these beautiful items. We have them in the store. And Barbara has also offered to make um, similar items, um, not not exactly like that stained glass piece, but similar items if anyone wanted something like that um, and donate the money. She's willing to donate the money to um, the raffle, okay. so that's just wonderful. Uh, a minute left. I also want to point out that Melissa and her great store have joined Super Talk in the Homes of Hope Toy Drive, oh and uh, yes. we will be next Friday afternoon broadcasting this show and our midday show from Corner Market Food mm-hmm. Store Midtown. Real quickly, Melissa, and people can donate uh, toys uh, at your store on Mississippi Made and More is one of the drop-off locations, but. Right. You know, when I first talked to you about this, you just jumped all over this. Uh, Homes, Homes of Hope's a special place, is it not? It is. It's, it, Keith and I have supported it for many years because we believe in it. Um, Michael Garrett is the director. Um, he himself, um, you know, experienced being in a home, you know, growing up and, you know, kind of going from home to home. And so he wants to provide, just like the rest of us parents and people, we want to provide better for our next generation and for those children. Um, He wants them to have it better than he did. So he provides um, a completely normal home environment um, for those kids. They go to school, they play sports, they get Christmas presents. Um, Corner Market's a great supporter, as you know, Bob. They provide a lot of their groceries out there. Um, and they are completely privately funded by individuals and businesses in our community. I think they have about, and Bob, you can help me out with this, maybe six beautiful houses I that think they, that's those right. kids live yes. in. That's right. Um, beautiful houses where they have a huge you know, kitchen table where they all sit down and have dinner every night. And um, house parents and everything is completely just as normal as, as my kids. Have it. All um, right, Melissa. So. Well, thank you very much for helping us. You can drop a toy by yes, Mississippi Made and More. And Melissa will be joining us next Friday on the Eagle Hour from Corner Market Food Store. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Super Talk. Thanks, right. Bob. See okay. you later. Melissa Sosha, everybody. Right. Mississippi Made and More, a busy lady. We'll be back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, we want to thank D1 and D-Bat Training for sponsoring the Eagle Hour. Also want to say hello to our good buddies at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Be a great place for you to go this weekend. And I guarantee you that the Army-Navy game will be on Saturday. That'll be fun. Lots of great college basketball as well at the 4th Street Bar and Grill. All right, we found head basketball coach Shirley McNeil. But real quickly, Kelly, 
uh, a breaking story you want to let people know about? Yeah, we mentioned Mike McIntyre at uh, being named the new head football coach at FIU, and I did not mention that Scott Carr is the new athletic director at FIU, and Scott Carr, of course, used to be at Southern Miss. So good for him, made his first hire, and a splash, I think, to McIntyre at, uh, at FIU. All right, Coach, glad we could hook up with you. Uh, I am so sorry, guys. No problem. So sorry. A great start for the Lady Eagles, and uh, maybe even the greatest thing is you guys broke the curse this past week and beat South Alabama, but you were telling me off the air that that really that that plague, so to speak, never really entered your mind during the game. No, actually, it really didn't. And Roger Cameron sent me a text congratulating me on breaking the curse. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> and so then he went on to explain that we had not beat South Alabama. In quite some time. So. In any sport. In any sport. Coach. Men or women's. Yeah. Men or women's <laughs> no. sports. Right. Right. All right. So, uh, short of one game, which we understand now that a lot of your kids were sick that night. Uh, and you so see, you played a pretty good team that I guess on paper everybody would anticipate you beating. But never, Pine yeah, right. but nevertheless, you, you, you battled that illness. The girls are off, I think, to a good start, Coach. Your thoughts? You know, we... We have made a lot of progress, and we're still a work in progress. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, we've had a couple of setbacks uh, this past week. Uh, Dominique Davis got hurt in the South Alabama game, which is our second leading scorer. Um, she has a high ankle sprain, so she's going to be out for a while. And then we have uh, Malia Grayson, our leading scorer, leading rebounder from here right. in Hattiesburg. Right. She broke her nose um, surgery this week. Mm. So she is out. She will not play in our Blue Mountain game on Monday. So we'll be without the two of them on Monday. So what I have really challenged our younger players is that if you prepare properly, be able to seize the opportunity. Yeah, but you you guys have also suffered the flu bug too, Coach McNellis. Jay Ladner's team, his guys have been battling the flu bug. Yeah, and that's that's – been fun. Uh, actually, we had two today. One I thought was going to pass out in practice because she came back ready to practice and just so weak. And that's what it's made, made them feel is just the weakness of it in trying to make the comeback. They don't have any symptoms left, but just their body is zapped. And uh, so, you know, it's just like I said, it's a work in progress every day. We got to work. It's the process every day. Um, and, and the great thing about this group is, you know, they're willing to work. They're hungry to work. They want to get better. Uh, we just got our four freshmen that still are trying to figure it out that I was expecting to be a bigger impact for us to help us along the way a little bit. And so hopefully over this break where they're able just to lock in on basketball, that's what I told him yesterday, you get to be a pro. You get to be a pro for a month. I said, oh, you have no classes. It's all about hoops. Um, So hopefully they will get better and have a better understanding of what it takes. But our veterans, you know, obviously we've relied a lot on Dominic Davis, transfer from LSU, Malia Grayson. Um, Then we've had Macy Weaver, transfer from Arkansas, that finally came out. She and Malia Grayson both had double-doubles against South Alabama. Um, and played really, really well together. 
And then we've got our seniors and Deja Allman, Destiny Smith. They're all playing key roles. So, you know, we've still got a long way to go, but a whole lot better off than we were last year this time. I can tell you that. How, how many more games, Coach, before you enter the uh, league? Uh, we have three, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. We go to FAU and play in a tournament. We will not play them, but we're going to play in a tournament. We wanted to take our players somewhere and, you know, everywhere was so outrageously expensive and wanted to work it out for them. So we, Jennifer Sullivan, which is a former player of mine that is the head coach now at FAU, said, let's just come down and don't play each other and your kids can go to the beach and, you know, because I've got some on my team that's never been to the beach. Mm-hmm. So at least they can get to see Boca and we're going to take them up to Delray Beach and those kind of things. So well, good. we will play University of Richmond in that tournament and we will play Alabama A&M, which we beat Sanford here pretty solid, but they, Alabama A&M, they beat Sanford by 23 last night. Right, right. So, and, and real quickly, Coach, when is that? When is that tournament? That is next Monday and Tuesday. Okay. All right. And you got Blue Mountain prior to that? Monday, yes. Uh, Blue Mountain on Monday. Uh, I'm sorry, we're out of time. It's our short break, but uh, you know, sure. you're welcome on the show anytime, Coach. And uh, and I am helping write the book, Bob. South okay. Alabama. It's Joy Lee McNellis's story. It's going to be called "Beating South Al: How I Did It." It'll be it'll be out of Harper Press next spring. And Coach, whether you were aware or not, thank you for breaking the curse. Yes. We all we all feel a lot better now. <laughs> Well, I am glad I had a little bit to do. My ladies were able to take care of a little business. Make yes. everybody happy. Yes, indeed. Uh, Joy Lee everybody, head basketball coach at Southern Miss. That wraps up the Eagle Hour for this week. We'll all be back Monday at 1 o'clock. We hope you will, too. And then, and then until then, Southern Miss. To the top. Talk Mississippi Media Production.